What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Epic Gardening Podcast. We are joined again by Seeds Woman Regette Pena of San Diego Seed Company. We've been talking about different regions of America and some seed companies that we are going to profile. So if you do live in these areas, you should check them out. So we have one for the Northeast. Which one is that one, Bridget? Yeah, Fruition Seeds is a really neat company um, in the Northeast, and they specialize in short season varieties. Um, you know, that do well in that area. I think Kevin, if you and I went there and tried to garden in the Northeast, we, I don't know how well we would do because it's a very different season pattern and, um, you know, their, their season is so short. I so know I would fail. I know I would mess up the first year really in, badly. In fact, you know, I, when I meet people from the Northeast that garden, I always feel like I should just bow to them. Like, yeah, you know, exactly, they, really, exactly. they know what they're doing because they have a short period to do it in. Everyone is, um, of course, jealous of our zone 10B climate, but I actually weirdly think that it makes you kind of a worse gardener because you don't have to be as precise. Absolutely. You can just like be close and ish kind of, and you don't have to know your seasons or like you don't have to understand temperature or humidity as well as, mm-hmm. as when you're in areas like the Northeast where you have to know what the ground temperature is. Like, have you ever taken a soil temperature here in, in Southern California? There's really not been a need. So no. <laughs> exactly. So, but you, you have to know in the Northeast, like when the ground is warm enough to plant your beans and corn and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So, so fruition specializes in those short season crops that, that can really thrive in that climate. Yes, exactly. And they have, um, they have 45 retail locations and then they have 400 plus offerings of vegetables, herbs, flowers. They even have really amazing tubers. Um, they, they have turmeric and ginger and dahlia tubers. I mean, it's, they have quite the selection that is, um, would make, that definitely makes me envious as a seed company owner. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and not just that. So they have all the offerings and then they have a lot of the education that will help you. Um, they have a five hour uh, seed starting academy that they actually just made free with everything that's going on. So you can check that out. Um, and they also have a 40 page seed starting book that they have for free download. So they really have the education component down and um, the artwork behind it is beautiful. They have a calendar as well which will tell you when to start your seeds and all the information you need to know to be really specific in the Northeast. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say this because I'm on their site right now. They've got some really cool stuff. Like I'm looking right now at organic Schrantz's deep black peanut. I mean, that yes. that looks incredible. They've got a organic Tadorna leek. That's a very long, thin, beautiful aesthetic leek. They have a organic dragon carrot. I grow anything that has the word dragon in it. So, <laughs> I mean, that one looks amazing. So, yeah, I would highly recommend it. It looks like they've got – I love a company, and you guys just went through this as well with your seed packet redesign, that something I've always thought is kind of unique and interesting and kind of a quirk is that some seed companies, and it's mostly those bigger ones, don't seem to put a lot of care on what goes on the back of their packet. You know, like it's not it's not tailored to – the home gardener. It's like they're, they're thinking that we're all row farmers with 25,000 acres, you know, and I really like a company that, that mixes it up and actually caters to the home gardener. I think what I see that's very frustrating. One of the considerations we had when we redid our seed packs was it would always make me so frustrated when you'd flip over a seed pack and it would say, this crop enjoys deep fertile soil with lots of organic matter. 
It, yeah. Every crop loves that. That is a worthless statement. Yeah. I need to know how how to grow in my region, which does not have deep fertile soil. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a non it's a non starter of a sentence. There's no need to say that. You're using up the seed packets aren't big. You're using up a lot of space on that. I mean, I think like true spacing, I think would be a great thing to put on the back of seed packets. You know, we have like I, most of the time it's like row spacing or it's just it seems like you can cram them closer. You know, like I almost might even have you know, let's say perfect spacing and then like high intensity spacing, like you could a range of spacing. How close could you possibly get it right for like someone like me growing in a front yard garden? I'm going to I'm going to push spacing a little a little closer. I think something that's really important to note right now, too, is when you when you look at really big seed companies that are, are national, they have to find information that is applicable to all 50 states. Right. And when you start shopping with regional seed companies, like we've been highlighting in the last several episodes, you will see that those seed companies can get very specific in information that's applicable to their region because that's who they're marketing and serving. Yeah, yeah. And There's that- a lot to be said about going local for certain things, yeah. let alone something that's so specific as to a, a growing zone and a climate, right? Correct, correct. Okay, perfect. Well, that's it for our Northeast Seed Company's recommendation for Wish and Seeds in the podcast description. If you live up there, go ahead, click through, see if you've like got something that you like, grab it and support that company. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the Southeast. So stay tuned. Good luck in the garden and keep growing. I like to think of the Epic Gardening Podcast as a way to kind of whet your appetite for a particular topic that's interesting to you that you want to apply in your garden. And one really good way to do that is to head on over to YouTube and subscribe to the Epic Gardening channel. We have 200 plus videos over there really breaking down some of these topics so you can actually sink your teeth in and apply them to your garden. So head on over to YouTube, subscribe to Epic Gardening, and I'll see you over there. Good luck in the garden and keep on growing.